This is Fine Rambles, number 175. (laughs) So yesterday I'm driving from Ridgeway, Colorado to Durango. And I stop in Ore to check out the town. It's a very small town. And to stop at a butcher shop. And I noticed that like (laughs) every car or truck, I guess, other than mine, has these, these ginormous tires. Like, I don't know, the kind that are bigger than the actual body of the truck. The kind of tires that that monster trucks slip on to drive over cars like mine. (laughs) And of course, being the moron that I am, the maroon, (laughs) the maroon I am, I shrug and I drive blithely on right onto the million dollar highway, (laughs) which apparently, and I knew none of this at the time, but apparently this is the most dangerous highway in America. Now, the first thing I notice is that there's no shoulder. And then the next thing I notice is the absence of guardrails. And it's about that time, (laughs) it's about that time that I noticed that Girl Scout was about eight stories tall and was, in fact, the Loch Ness Monster. No, actually, I noticed that while the other lane, the oncoming lane, is about six inches from the face of the mountain, about six inches to the right of my lane is the sheer cliff. Hundreds and hundreds of feet of vertical drop-off straight down into the river. The, uh, the No Comprende River? No, sorry. The, uh, the Uncompagre River? Whatever. At that moment, I didn't care what the river was called because the road starts to bob and weave and curl and, and twist like a freaking slinky. And I'm like, oh boy, Matt. What did you wander your way into this time? (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. The Million Dollar Highway is an absolutely gorgeous drive. Get it? Anyone? Get it? Gorgeous? Anyway, (laughs) Anyway, it's beautiful. If you're not driving, that is, which I was. But my non-existent passengers got a great view. All I got were sweaty palms and and the cold realization that I was one sneeze away from going over the edge like the bad guys in some Dukes of Hazard episode. <laughs> and of course, as soon as I think that, it's all I can think about. It's all I can visualize. I can almost feel the imp of the perverse sitting on my shoulder, shitting on my shoulder, whispering, just Don't turn the wheel this time. Aren't you curious to find out? And some part of me can't resist playing out the scenario. The moment of vertigo, then then the tumble over and over and over like a cat in a dryer until I go full airborne. And then, well, you know, the one moment of perfect weightlessness that would end in a sudden crushing stop. Afterward, you know, after I get through this stretch of of the road, I pull off Highway 550 and I park next to Andrews Lake. And the water's totally still. The air is as clean as, well, 
Well, it's really clean. <laughs> the kind of clean you get at 11,000 feet in late summer. The sky is just nothing but blue. Peaceful, serene. There's a bunch of mountains in the background that I don't know the names of. There's a guy fishing in only the most metaphysical meaning of the word. <laughs> the whole world seems calm, friendly, like it's just been waiting there for me. And now we can play checkers or, or just loaf around and do diddly squat if we want. Later, I pull into my Airbnb, and of course, my first order of business is getting online. It was pathetic. I was like a drunk pawing through his suitcase to find the bottle. So I go online, and everything's bad. Just everything's bad. The president is, is violating the Nuremberg Code, <laughs> the very first principle of which states that the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. He's othering about a quarter of the country, turning them into the enemy, the, the infectious enemy, while the corporate media cheers him on, encouraging a, a full descent into fascism, like, like the real deal, not the fake version they were all clutching their pearls about a year earlier. I see the purges, I see the groupthink, I see the murderous ideology of the left tightening its grip on my country. And I start to wonder if things have gotten to the point that I need to be even more careful about what I say into the internet. I wonder if things are getting too dangerous for me to even keep podcasting. And then this morning, I go outside for a bike ride. This calm, winding trail down next to the river. The sun's out. I see fishermen wading in the river with actual hip boots on. I've never seen that before in real life. And I'm smiling at everyone who passes me going the other way, and they smile at me. I stop at a farmer's market, and I get to talking with a rancher who's an acolyte of, of Weston A. Price, and describes herself as, as a grass farmer, because healthy grass means healthy cows means healthy people. So I buy a bunch of liver from her, and then I head over to a coffee shop where, where this guy cuts in line ahead of me. So what do I do? Well, I politely tap his shoulder and, and point out the confusion. He tells a joke about waiting in line back home in Ecuador. I tell a joke about how I was dressed like a ninja, so he probably didn't see me. And it's super friendly. I get my coffee, and the guy I sit down next to strikes up a conversation. It turns out he's a farmer, a town over, and we get to talking about farmer's markets and water rights. Later, I go back inside, and I go online... And I get angry again, angry with strangers, angry with people I know, angry at things I can't control, just, just angry and upset and anxious and afraid. And I'm like, huh, outside I'm curious, inside I'm closed-minded, outside I'm interested, inside I'm judgmental, outside I'm in my body, inside, well, I'm in my head. Outside, I'm in sunlight, fresh air. Inside, I'm, I'm bathed in blue light and recirculated air, processed air. Inside, all the bad news and, and the tragedies and the troubles of the world swirl around me endlessly because there's no place for them to go. My thoughts fall into these circular patterns, these, these, these ruts, until they get worse and worse and worse. Then I go outside and those same thoughts, well, they're still there. The bad things are still real, 
but the negative thoughts just diffuse away into the air. That's it for this week. I'll catch you later.